Hello and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or welcome back. There it is. There, there it is. is. Every time. What's it's going on? Not much, man. Not much at all. So it's Monday once again. And yeah. uh, here we are. Another week. Weekend was pretty good though, right? Yeah. Not too shabby. Not bad. Yeah. You know, porch beers and whatnot for days, it seemed like. Yeah. And uh, now, we're, now we're back into the grind. Minus that little thing that happened. Which one? I mean, well, you know, the whole pipeline thing. So we, uh, for folks that are listening to us, haven't listened to us before, we uh, we record in North Carolina. And, you know, there's a little hack thing that happened, a little ransomware. Yeah, you know? I mean, it, it, we had like a gas supply shortage that wasn't. <laughs> Until we made it one. Until we made it one, yeah. I mean, but even then it wasn't, you know. There was no problem until they said, don't panic. And then North Carolinians were like, oh, you told me not to panic. Okay, you're, I'm going to go fill every car. You're not going to tell me what to do, but Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to fill every and, car I have up. Yeah, every every dude with a truck and 10 gas cans. Yeah, bags. For, people, bags. Like shopping <laughs> I bags. I saw some video of people doing that. And Don't I'm, judge us, folks. Like, how, how brilliant are you to fill in, like, a garbage bag with liquid gasoline and... And drive off, <laughs> smoking your cigarette, you know, hanging out the side of your pickup truck, like whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. It does, though. I, I mean, we're going to have to. It takes all sorts, right? Yeah, we're going to have to cover this because we do cover things of this nature. But I am pretty concerned. Our our good friend Steve, who we've had here on the podcast a few times, brought up the fact that, you know, okay, so there was a ransomware thing. I mean, Chris Krebs has spoken to this. There's some major serious stuff going on out there about what are we going to do about these things. But Steve brought up the interesting fact that it might have been coordinated. It might have been just happen chance. But the fact that what happened on the social medias took a thing or a colonial pipeline probably thought they had a week or two to negotiate and turned it into a panic buying spree overnight. Yes. Is a little scary. That's making markets. That's manipulating really big things. And it's Mm -hmm. got some serious consequences. So I think I tweeted back at... Krebs on the tweets over the weekend saying, hey, because yeah. they were asking questions. I, I was a, like multi-layered approach, folks. Yeah, it's a brave new world out there Yeah, in, crazy. in this land of connectivity. And speaking of connectivity. Speaking of this. So, you? folks, we would cover. I don't, you know, and the funny thing is until this subject came up and it, trust me, it's once we get into this, you'll realize it's going to it comes up a lot. But we actually wanted to know the history behind this thing a little bit. Bluetooth. We, we all use it every day. Yeah, it's fascinating, though. But, you know, most of us don't get bored enough to go, you know, I'm, I'm going to run down the rabbit hole and find out the history of Bluetooth. Yeah, but so it, it, this is like late 80s. I mean, who, who sits around? I mean, you know, people do sit around, but like late 80s and goes, hmm, you know what we need? We need this new thing so th- phones can talk to computers and exchange things. I mean, this seems reasonable to me. I wasn't thinking about that stuff. <laughs> no, I wasn't either. I was thinking about, you know, girls and things. Well, yeah. Back then. Yeah, I was, I was a child. I'm a product of the 80s. So that's pretty interesting. So for folks, quick quick thing on this. So Bluetooth. And I, I mean, there's some good articles out there, too. Actually, I came across one. Let me see my show notes here. I never have it organized. Um, Steve John, May 20th, 2020. What is Bluetooth? And this is a Business Insider article. And I mean, it's named A Beginner's Guide to the Wireless Technology, but it is kind of interesting to read through. 
you know, so we have this shortwave technology that was deployed, I think, if, if I'm correct here, Brandon, in the, in the 90s with the IEEE yeah, um, standardization. Yeah, it, it yeah. took... It took, what, a full decade before it landed in, in consumer products? And, of course, we all remember from the 90s the obnoxious one-ear Bluetooth oh, yeah, headset yeah. that every wannabe Wall Street guy on the planet walked around screaming into incessantly. Yes. Uh, depending if you were standing on that side, you understood that what they were doing, or if you were on the other side of them, you thought they were a fucking crazy person. Yes. Uh, it was great. So actually, let me, let me, for our listeners, let me correct that. So 90s, the technology was in place. It didn't get its name, if you follow the etymology of this. It didn't get its name. It was proposed by um, Jim Kardashian of Intel, in 97, the name Bluetooth. And this is, this is fascinating, if you don't know. I think, anyway. Yeah, because it, what, at the time, he was, like, reading a book or something. What were you, you went on about that. As far as? So he... he well, I can't remember if he was reading a book, but it, it's... So Bluetooth is named after this Viking king. Yeah, so he was like... Um, that's right. The long, the long ships about Vikings. He, he was reading a book. Yeah. And it was King Harold Bluetooth Gormson. Uh, and this guy basically united uh, Norway and Denmark. And so they went, hmm, Bluetooth kind of unites X device with Y device. We'll call it Bluetooth after this Viking king. And then it just so happened that his initials in in the rune language alphabet happened to be able to be combined into a B. And that's why the Bluetooth B looks very much like a rune uh, it, because it is. It's, it's two runes combined. Um, and, and that's how a bill becomes a law, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so without getting too deep into the technology, we've got a short, basically communication technology that operates on multiple frequencies that can be set to certain parameters. So, you know, connect me when I'm three feet away or three meters away or, you know, it, it, it can be connected actually quite, quite a distance. Yeah, some of them, you know, some of them. up to maybe 100 meters or so. I, I was going across some stuff like a mile and a half and stuff like that. Even better. Yeah. Depending on what yeah. frequencies. That but, makes sense. But now this stuff is, it's, it's everywhere. And it's, it's, again, you know, the other thing that, that I mean, there's a whole other episode, but I'm sort of scratching my head going, why lighting? I mean, you've got some cool lights, right? Yeah. And they're all, are they Wi-Fi or are they Bluetooth? Uh, they are, I'm not sure to be honest because it's Philips Hue. So the Hue has a hub that is in the router, but I think it runs on a proprietary frequency. It's probably Bluetooth disguised as their own thing would be my guess, but they're not directly Wi-Fi compatible. So they, they require the Philips hub to work and, and talk and communicate. Um, but I couldn't tell you specifically if they're Bluetooth or not. You put me on the spot. Well, as I have a tendency to do here, right? You know, got to keep it fun. But yeah, okay, so for folks, and let's, I mean, let's break it down even go, keep it simple. So you have networks that operate within Wi-Fi, right? And over the internet. And then Bluetooth is another thing that can operate device to device and passively move through Bluetooth devices. And we'll get into more of this after the break when we mention a whole other realm of technology that's being deployed. Yeah. But we do have 
because from time to time, I got to talk about these folks out there in uh, Apple land. One Apple Parkway folks. I guess a few of them are moving here to this state. It, it looks that way. It looks that way. They're going to build a new campus over, over this way, which is nice. I'm excited about it. Yes. So do we have that? Do we have that? Do you want to play that little thing that goes on? So folks, when we're, when we're setting up right now, I got to talk, you know, during the week and I'll phone them up and we'll be, we'll be trying to discuss an episode or notes or, you know, talk about what we're going to talk about. And this, this happens frequently. Over and over and over. Here you go. Yo, yo. What's that? What are you on? Hello? I, I'm on my watch. I'm trying, I'm trying to get my Bluetooth connected here. Hold on. Yo, yo. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Fantastic. I think my car is trying to take over. What? Come on, man. Can I just call? Can I call you back? Yo. Hey, I'm hearing damn. myself in my head. And, and that'll be enough of that. But I'm sure this is a familiar scenario to so many of you out there. It's it's getting your damn devices to do what you want them to do with the Bluetooth. They've gotten too smart. Well, I and, uh, so you walk by something or, you know, my wife will pull in the driveway and all of a sudden, you know, my conversation will be in her car. Yes, because my, I originally paired my car to her <laughs> phone so to show her how it worked. It's so frustrating. You know, a typical day for me, I may be editing photos and, and poking around on the Internet. And I've got an iPad, two two laptops in front of me, um, my watch, two phones, so on and so forth. And then a, my phone rings and all 10 of these devices in front of me start ringing in unison. It's this the cacophony of of. Uh, ringtones and then you go well i've got my airpods in or or whatever bluetooth listening device you have i'm gonna answer this thing and infallibly it's like playing fucking hot potato you answer on one device but then your 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 bluetooth headset goes to a completely different device and then they play tug of war for a while meanwhile it's wobbling in and out and then, God forbid, to your point, you get a uh, you get an automobile involved or some other tertiary Bluetooth connection, and I just don't know why we haven't figured this out yet. Well, I think some of the auto stuff. So, reading through this, I want to get into the weeds, but basically, cars were like, you know what, we need these hands-free things. So they took a prioritization within the land of Bluetooth for a hot second. Makes sense. But now, Brandon and I discussed this. Brandon brought this up months ago, and the reason we bring up Apple. You folks over there, if you're going to list all my connected possible devices on my phone, when I open my Bluetooth settings, why can't I just prioritize them? Yeah, just create my own personal hierarchy. Yeah. And say this, this is priority one. So if all devices are nearby, connect to this one. This one's priority two. So if priority one's not around, connect to the, you know, it could be that simple. Or it could be a bunch of if, then and well, statements and the weird you know. thing is they've sort of done it so on the button on the phone now it gives you an option 
right? So when my phone rings, it's like, do you want to answer on the phone, the speaker, put my AirPod? Don't even in. get me started, though. <laughs> I, yeah, because you hit it and then it goes, um, yeah, we know you want to talk on this thing, but we're really thinking you want to talk on this other thing right now. We go into the prioritization thing, start there, and then group it based on location. So, you know, you got a tab at the top. When I'm at home, I want it to work this way. When I'm at work, I want it to work this way. When I'm in the car, I want it to work this way. I mean, you know, these things do have GPS sensors, so they would potentially know to change profiles they if you were somewhere else. They don't even need GPS sensors <laughs> because they got Bluetooth in them, which we're going to get into That's after the break. That's a thing. And we're not calling you out, Apple. I mean, we know, you know, your, your circular spaceship building there. You guys are working on a lot of stuff, and all you folks and girls and people out there of, of all kinds around the world are, like, trying to solve major problems. So maybe this isn't one of them right now. Yeah. Maybe it is. We'll see. We'll be right back. Same time. We just had to take a quick break. Yeah, Dan had to repair all of his Bluetooth devices. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying that before the break. So it's based on what you pair when? Allegedly, Apple's hierarchy, at least in 2013, because um, there's no good answer for this, but the, the pairing hierarchy is based on the order that you added these devices to your phone. So theoretically, you could delete all of your Bluetooth connections and then start over and create your own hierarchy. Whether that holds true to this day, where did you find I have this? No idea. It was like in the in the question and answer Mac help forums, you know, oh, those on the, are, on the yeah. Apple page. Which it wasn't a, it wasn't like somebody from Apple saying okay. this. It was somebody else saying, if I recall correctly, this is how it works. Or one of those. And again, it was from 2013. So maybe with further digging, I could get to a a, a better thing. Because that seems kind of just backwards ridiculous like i want my oldest fucking thing to be the most important thing in my house <laughs> come in know, with my brand new te- thing technology evolves and we always buy the new gadget it's not this sentimental attachment like i've had this one for 27 years and of I course i want it to be number one priority um, ridiculous but yeah so bluetooth you know these this technology has been in uh in use for some time where whether it not be streaming music and audio to you know so many Gadgets and the Internet of Things, coffee makers, light bulbs, you know, door locks. Uh, we have one right watch, now. Your fitness tracker. We do have one right now sitting in front of us on the desk. We're going to tear apart um, a, a door after we record this episode because we need a fancy lock. You I know. mean, why not? But yeah, Bluetooth is everywhere, everywhere. And so many things you don't even think about. And like, wait, my phone interacts with it. It's probably Bluetooth or, you know, it interacts in some way with my home network. It's either Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. And then, you know, lately there's some controversy. I don't know why this is suddenly becoming a thing in people's minds. I'll so, wait. yes, I'll bring this up. So um, Victoria's song on, what is this, May 7th, 2021, um, Gizmode, Gizmodo reported out, stop pretending Apple and Amazon's Bluetooth networks can't be abused. This was the article. Yeah. I guess to install I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I read the article. It's pretty, it's, it's fairly informative, but 
I don't think, I mean, if all of a sudden it's 2021 now and people are like, oh my God, these, uh, you know, these little tiles and tags can track me. Like, come on, folks. <laughs> it turns, turns out. Turns out it's 2021 and they've been tracking you in all sorts of nefarious ways for years now, in yeah. case you haven't noticed. But these look pretty useful, utilitarian. I think so, too. Again, I don't know why, you know, now that the Apple AirTags are officially available on the market, that suddenly this is a big deal. Because we've had we've had brands like Tile for years now. And it's not in the news cycle as far as, oh, these things could be used nefariously. And frankly, I think Apple's been a little proactive about it in that, you know, if they're not your tags nearby and they're nearby you too long, they will let you know. Yes. Um, you know, so people are, you know, what if a crazy ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend throws one of these in my car? Which, my is, a, bag? which is a serious concern. And that's a legitimate concern. Yes. Like, let's be honest, you know, stalking and things of that ilk are very, very serious. Very. Uh, and we're not going to make light of that. But, you know, people create these arguments in your head. And clearly, um, if you're thinking of it, it's probably been thought of, you know, during the R&D phases of these things, you know, somebody raised the question and said, what about, uh, you know, stalking and privacy concerns and these things being misused? And they are addressing that, thankfully. Um, well, it's actually good because it actually brings up some of the more serious stuff that goes on. I think what people, at least what I have a little hard time initially wrapping my head around is you've got a bunch of devices out there, whether or not those are a ton of iPhones or what have you, you know, basically any, any phone, any Bluetooth device out there and the signal can ride, correct me if I'm wrong here, Brandon, passively through your device to another device, to another device. And it, it does this hopscotch. Yeah, but it doesn't even need to do that in these instances, you know, so it needs it. All it does is reach a device that ha, that has internet connectivity, and then can be sent back to a server. I thought it could just location. go on the Bluetooth, just move through Bluetooth networks, like on the sidewalk stuff that Amazon. I mean, is yeah, doing theoretically, it. yeah, yeah, that is is a possibility as well. Um, but yeah, you know, this thing, I walk by it and it passively goes, "Hey, I'm here." That gets sent back to a server, and then you can log into your account and identify the location where you left your device. That's a gross oversimplification, but... But that's based on encryption and handshakes and hops mm -hmm. and all these other things. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, again, th this could be misused. You know, I saw somebody used, uh, used the technology to send a basically text message to a desktop PC. Mm. Um, but again, I to get an AirTag to send some text through the internet... I'm not seeing a huge potential for nefarious activity with that. It's just a, it's a proof of, Hey, we can do this. I know whether somebody gets created enough to exploit that or not. So for, for the folks, for the listeners, I don't know. Do we want to explain somebody drops a nefarious air tag into my bag or my car? Can they follow me? Theoretically? No. So it, it, it temporarily, so the moment that AirTag leaves its host device, because these are paired to, say, your phone, if you own the mm -hmm. AirTag, the moment you walk away, it just sits there and it's passive. So if it's lost on the side of the road 
anytime a new phone goes by, <coughs> it will say, hey, I'm here. Send that to the network so somebody can come find me. If it stays in proximity, my understanding, say you left an air, air tag in my bag. Or a tile. And you're, and you're gone. And it's just me, my phone, and your air tag. After a certain amount of time, my phone will actually alert me and say, yo, there's an air tag that doesn't belong with me here. And it's been here too long. So you didn't walk past it. It's attached to you or it's in your vicinity. And then shortly thereafter, if they're still in proximity, the air tag itself will start to make noise so you can identify its location. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And that's based on it asking for handshakes to the device, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, and it, okay. it basically says, hey, I've been by this strange phone too long. Let that phone, let its user know I'm here. And then if the connection still doesn't get broken, then it will audibly announce its whereabouts. So even if it's you know mm-hmm. stitched between the lining of your purse or your backpack or what have you, it's well hidden, it's going to start making noise at some point. Um, and so I think they've kind of proactively thought of these scenarios but again like what's to stop you from grabbing a burner phone putting find my iphone on it and throwing it in somebody's trunk you know so yeah exactly just they want something to be mad about and it's like these possibilities are always there they're there every day and now because there's this new hot product it's it's this buzzword bullshit and people want to get all up in arms when we all walk around with tracking devices in our pocket all day every day anyway so i don't know well, there are things that could possibly go wrong and be really, you know, tough for people. Immediately jump to my mind. You put one of these things in your luggage. And when they tell you your luggage has been loaded and you're connecting flights and you're like, my fucking luggage isn't here. You liars. <laughs> you have to make up for a weight, throw a couple of extra passengers on. And now you're screwing me out of a day of having my luggage. And I know it. And I know it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just kind of cool. That's a great thought. I'm going to throw those in my bags for traveling just so yeah. I can. Just so you be like, we I don't know, know where, where it is. Stuff. Well, it turns out I do. I do. <laughs> I know exactly where the fuck it is. Um, yeah. So again, I think that's a good use. Yeah. I mean, it's going to cause some people some problems because they're used to saying, no, of course, we're not your bags here. We just, we got to get somebody to get your bag. Yeah. It'll, like, it'll, it'll be a minute. Whenever yeah. that next flight comes in. Yeah. You know, don't worry about a thing. <laughs> I don't mind that. I mean, the, the one thing we should mention, just as a, a general, I guess, one of these things I'll, I'll rant about. So people still do this. You know, you, you, you get into a neighborhood, wherever you are, and it'll be like, you know, Bob and Barbie's house network, 175 Tree Lane. You probably don't want to label things quite that way. <laughs> like your home so, Wi-Fi network and things. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, to label your tag or whatever, your tile or whatever you're using. I mean, be a little cryptic, I think, would be a good PSA announcement here. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't have it identify, you know, you, your phone yeah. number and address. Although I'm sure some people do that. No, no. Oh, they'll, they'll call me. <laughs> like, I'd rather well, keep no, that information cool private. I was, you know, I was reading this. So you can actually send a signal back to your lost thing. And it'll post somewhere and be like, yes, contact this person. If you know what I mean? Like in a nice way. Yeah. Which is great. If you voluntarily do that on a case by case basis. Well, I mean, you know, who knows? The guy that lost all the diamonds on the train could have been using a tag. If only he had an air tag. <laughs> but they found their way home eventually anyway. So That was some really good Samaritan stuff there. That indeed, doesn't always, indeed, that's, doesn't indeed, always happen. For those 
listening. That's a thing we discussed in a previous podcast, so as to no. avoid confusion. I might have to get one of these for Teddy. I mean, you could. I don't think they're the best for tracking pets because they're passive, right? So a pet moving on okay. its own. I, I think using these for pets and children it should probably be discouraged. <laughs> um, because they do make they make tracking devices for that specifically, right. you know. Um, or you can just get the Bill Gates one in your arm. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, folks. That oh is a my. joke. Oh that my. is an Bill's absolute. having a hard enough time right now as it is. You don't need to pick on him for microchipping everybody through vaccines. It's a joke, folks. We're making fun of this. Yeah, we don't we don't actually believe this no. conspiracy garbage. No. We got vaccinated. Cell signal works a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I've got free HBO now since my second injection. Yeah, it's great. whatever. On all of my devices, I don't know how they do it, but it's marvelous. No, go get vaccinated, folks. If you can get vaccinated, go get vaccinated. That's a that's a quick pivot there. Yeah, Bluetooth to public service announcement. I like it. Well, now, are you going to get tags? Are you going to get these things or tiles or whatever? Sidewalk oh, stuff. I'm, I'm considering. I don't. I don't lose things. I, I lose things in my own house. Um, but as far as like, I watched a video about this, like two hours before we recorded. And it was like, it's precise. It's like this, you know, this girl's doing this video and she's like digs underneath the couch. It goes, oh, no, it's like, great. Like, I don't, around the house, I could use it because I'm the world's worst at losing things in my own home. But as far as I've got a wallet, I've been missing for like six years that I lost at home. Um, I forgot about so, that. Yeah, that's a thing. But, um, yeah, for me, I like the novelty of them, but I I don't have any strong desire to go out and buy them right now. Mm. It's like twenty five bucks a piece, I think. Apple, I don't know what the tiles are, what they cost. Yeah, the tiles are a little less expensive. I think the last time I looked, they were around maybe fifteen dollars a piece if you bought them in bulk. Mm. So, but still competitively priced. They're kind of cool looking. Yeah, you can put little stickers and emojis on them. Yeah, mm. although you. Yeah. Spend twenty five dollars on the thing, and then it's thirty five dollars for the uh, holder. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the derivative market, right? Yeah, yeah, that's but the thing. Before we sign, so I'm going to do two things before we sign off. One is we ordered a smart lock for our studio where we record in. So we'll get back to you about how this thing's going to work because we're going to install it after this episode. The other thing is really fascinating to me, just to not shout out to Apple all the time, but. Typically, when Apple does something, they've already thought, like, you know, three iterations ahead. Right? Yeah. So, I'm kind of curious where this tag, whatever technology is going. And now it's pretty interesting, too, because we have Amazon. We have some other players in this market going, hmm. So, I haven't really thought through it enough to figure out where we're going. And, folks, when I speak to this, I mean something like, you know, basically, you got a device in your pocket you can play music on. They were probably already thinking about the phone. Oh yeah, when absolutely. Yeah, when when the iPod was out. Exactly. I'm sure Apple already had the phone. They already had the touch screen and they already had the phone developed and, the, and, and they ready just to go. It, they worked it backwards and then launched something to yeah. move forward how, into technology. How do we into dumb technology? this down and make it a three phase release Correct. instead of one? Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's really brilliant because it just gets us to buy all the new things. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to buy some of these over here on the 14 questions. I might, you know, I might order some just to fool around with. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> and I'll hide a couple in your bag and see what happens. There we so. go. <laughs> and on that note, folks. All right, folks. 
Till next time. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. <laughs>